everybody. Happy Monday. It's the Monday's Modcast. Welcome to the 13th edition of the Modcast. I am very, very happy to be here with you all on this very fine, fine, fine Monday. How is everybody feeling today? Hi, Dwayne. I miss you. Hi, Dwayne. I should call you in, Dwayne. I'm calling you in. Go. I'm going live. Hi, Dwayne. Hi, Erin. I miss you, Mucho. So much your birthday. Aw, oh, Dwayne. Where you at, bruh? Hello, Mom. Hi, Leah. Hi, everybody. How's everybody doing today? It's a great, beautiful day in California. Like, uh, luckily, all the time. We're very, very lucky to have great weather all the time. Oh, no, Dwayne. I hope that you're okay. I'm going to call you after. I'll call your mom. I hope that everything is okay. Okay, good, good. Sending you lots of love. Let me know if you need anything. Hi, Dom Kelly. This is the Modcast. Hey, Mom. How are you, DC, in the house? So, thanks, Mom. She likes my blue. So, every... I, thanks, Erin. I was feeling very... I wanted some pineapple today. And then Giselle cut up a pineapple. And then I have pineapple earrings that are actually from Brazil. So, you know, hey... Um, so everybody, this is the Modcast. This is the 13th edition of the Modcast. Hi, Jaleel Shaw. I'm so happy that you're joining me today. I have two very special guests. Um, hey, they just joined. So hey, let me call them in and then I will introduce them properly. Hi guys, I'm gonna pull you in. Hold on, I'm trying to pull you in. Uh, I, I know how. Okay, you guys, you would think that I, like, do how to do this very easily at this point, but I don't know. So we are going live right now with my friends, Dante and Connor. Hi, guys. Hey. Come how on. are you? We're good. It's great to see you. We're, we're Good to see you, too. Here we go. Sort of work. You, the first thing you have to do when you come on the podcast, you have to groove to my theme song. Okay? <laughs> so I have, like, a shoulder or something. Okay, Dante's better at that than I am. We have to do like a shoulder, or okay? I'll make you do it at the end. All right. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Hi guys. How's it going, so, Mod? Introduce you. Hello, friends. This is the thirteenth edition of the Modcast, and today I have very special guests. I have my friends Dante and Connor, who are founders of Ritual App, which is something very exciting and cool that Chloe and I are now a part of, and that we want you all to join because. Well, we're bringing joy, Chloe and I, together, and through movement. And so we want everybody to join. So how are you guys doing today? We're good. We're trying to figure out how to position the phone to hold both of us. In this this is hard to do. It's hard this to is, figure uh, out multiple people here. Yeah, this is a new one for us. Do you guys have... You guys like this? I got an idea. I got an idea. Get ready. Can you hear? Can okay. You... See, this is what we do. We are problem solvers up um, in this piece. You know, all right. Hold on, and let me, I'm going to pin the comment while you guys figure out um, your figured it out. There we go, we got it. Um, we, we pulled in this little, uh, we got like this little stand holder thing. So that should work. Okay. Maude, Yucky. we came ready with our, you told us we had to have our favorite non-alcoholic beverage. I love you guys for listening to me. Thank you. So we brought, uh, we brought some root beer. It's from so, Zebia. okay, so is that your favorite non-alcoholic beverage? Or you know, it's, it's the non-alcoholic beverage I had in my fridge. I would say it is for me. It was my childhood favorite for sure. I uh, love it. Beer. I used to, me and my dad used to go to the movies and drink root beer. Oh, see, that's beautiful. My favorite non-alcoholic drink is pineapple and mint juice. And hence, I have pineapple earrings on. Um, oh, wow. And I have pineapple that I'm going to eat later. But I... You know, I don't have a juicer, so I had one and I threw it away, but why did, I gave it away because I never juiced anything, and I was like, this is a waste of my space. Um, so thank you, guys. How is your Monday going so far? How was your weekend? It was good. Dante had a bit of an adventure getting over here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, here, yeah. Uh, I biked over here from the city. Haven't biked in a while, and it was uh, adventurous. I'm like mopping, still like mopping off sweat. From <laughs> we're both in New York, so we're a little, a little cross down. Crosstown movement. Oh, yeah. And are you in Brooklyn right now? We're in Brooklyn. Now in Brooklyn. We're in Brooklyn. Yeah. Right in Park Slope right now. Nice. How's so, the, guys. How, I, how's, you your Monday, How's your Monday, Mud? How's your Monday? Oh, it's going great. It's sunny in California. 
It's beautiful. I worked out today and I got, what else happened today? I always like, I'm a believer in celebrating all the wins. Like some Mm -hmm. people are like, don't celebrate small wins. I celebrate all my wins. So a win today, which actually isn't that small, is, you know, we sell um, athleisure, like spandex and stuff, and a new shipment just arrived from Brazil with no problems. And that's actually a big deal, particularly during coronavirus, for like this big box of stuff to arrive. No problems, no damage, everything's great, everything's fabulous. So that happened today. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was, when I was working out today, there's like a group of like probably just out of high school guys that play basketball where I work out today. And I literally had like a Miss Parker moment from Friday because I was like running on the track and they were like, hi. And I was like, hi, how are y'all doing? They're like, you're so nice. You're so nice. <laughs> so that was fun. It's been a good day. Nice. Um, but when I think about you guys, right? And I'm so excited that y'all are joining me on the podcast. And Chloe and I are so excited to be a part of Ritual with our Joyful Movement series, which we will get into shortly. Oh, my friends from Brazil are here. Oi, Nelson, to the bone. Um, I thought about you guys as friends because I know Dante through one of my closest friends, Daphne, who's like your cousin, cousin, god, brother, sister, you know, it's all family. And then I met Connor because y'all are, you know, really, really close friends. And so I wanted to open with a quote and then get into it. And this is an Alice Walker quote. Love her. And it says, no person is your friend who demands your silence or who denies your right to grow. And I thought that was important because you guys started a business together. And a lot of people say, don't work with your friends. But you guys seem to work together beautifully. So can you guys, first of all, tell everybody how y'all met and then how did y'all start a business together? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the the funny thing is um, we didn't start a business with our friends. Dante and I didn't know each other. We met through work. (laughs) We, we got really? yeah. we got into we were, I'm just wrong. <laughs> yeah, so so no no no. We we love we love that you think that. I mean just in the same way, Maude, that you and I met through work and now we're great friends. It just like it happens that way sometimes. Oh, I love that. So we um there's uh you know a, a, a broader team at Ritual and Maude has met our third co-founder, Matt, who is a professor at Notre Dame who studied well being for a long time. And Matt was my original partner in Ritual. He was my professor back when I went to Notre Dame. Actually, I first met too, Matt. By the way. What's love that? Him. I love him too, by the way. Yeah, Matt is the man. Yeah, Matt. Yeah. And um, so Matt and I were kind of working on this together. And as we started to build it out, we realized that we needed another partner. We needed someone who's really going to focus on the product side of what we were building. And we were talking to one of our advisors who used to run a media company called Mike. And she ended up connecting us to Dante. Yep. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You want to pick up that well, side? Yeah. And we, we started kind of talking about the idea you know, the prospect of you know, what this would look like. And um, at first we weren't, it wasn't like we're, you know, we're serving and work together. It really became uh, just talking to Connor and Matt about well-being and realizing like kind of they have the same deep-seated passion. Even, you know, Matt has years of research into it. And so it was kind of like we connected over the passion itself. And then from there became, you know, became very close, you know, too close sometimes. You know. I love that. And what year was that that y'all met? It was it's a year? Last two, year? Two years ago? Well, I guess, year, yeah, about a year and a half ago. Yeah. So we got connected in early 2019. 2019. That was a funny wow, year. So- <laughs> that was good, you know, back when we could, uh, you, could hang out you know, travel and, and things like that. So we got connected and then I flew out to New York to meet with Dante. Matt came out too. Yep. And we recruited him. And he, I'll, I'll tell you, Dante played a little hard to get. Took a, <laughs> took, took I mean, a long... he's got that Harvard. He's got that Harvard. Is oh, that... yeah. It's like, what you know, he, he, he kept telling us he kept telling get. us he went to school in Boston. No, uh, and uh, <laughs> we, uh, we had to, to figure out what to do. But so we, we recruited him, you know, really hard. And uh, I guess he officially joined us back in June of 2019. Yeah, that's right. So he's been with us about a year and a half now. I love that. So... What were you doing before that, Dante? I was at, I was at the oh, company Sarah's called. listening. There we go. Hi, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. <laughs> That's our other team. It's another here. member of our team. Sorry. Keep going. Um, we, so I was at Mike.com. Okay. Um, I think like, basically, like many years ago, I kind of like had the epiphany that 
I wanted to always be, I wanted my tech career to be always like at the intersection of tech and social change or, you know, doing, doing good things for the world. So I was at this company, it was a news company called Mike, and we were make, kind of highlighting a lot of video, kind of stories you wouldn't see in the mainstream media, um, you know, people of color, uh, the gay rights movement, all kinds of folks who were not always in the spotlight. And so I was there and then we got bought by another company, Bustle, um, which is also a cool company. But, I know Bustle. Yeah, yeah. But then basically I was at Bustle after I'd been, we had been bought by them and met these folks and wasn't necessarily sure I was going to leave, but it was really just, you know, I had, this was the right team and this was the really just the right project. And I love that. So for you, um, Connor, was it always, it was always wellness. Like, is this, has this been your dream for a long time? Or did Connor, you in that, when Connor was a small child in the nineties, he knew he was going to have a well-being app. <laughs> exactly. He was iPhone app. Exactly. I knew I was going to be That's... a tap dancer when I was eight. <laughs> so, you know, I will never like discount a child's dream. Okay. Granted, we didn't have apps and stuff back then, but like, when did you decide or how did that come about? Like, I want to do a wellness app. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's a great question. So I think I, I got interested in entrepreneurship early. I did when I was in college, I with some friends started this uh, collegiate media company called next gen journal and kind of got, kind of got the bug a little bit. And towards the end of my time in college, I started having a lot of conversations with Matt Bloom, this social scientist at Notre Dame and this, so this cool. guy named Dan Grudy, who's a, who's a priest and at, at Notre Dame. And, uh, just in the process, the three of us ended up starting a class together at Notre Dame. And Hold on, that's a slight flex. Hold on. I would like to pause. I have a lot <laughs> yeah. of young people that watch this and yeah. I encourage Sorry, we, them we you know, to, and to, to fortify their minds and to educate themselves. So you started a class at Notre Dame. That's yeah, you know, it, people listening, that's not like you want to that? adding classes. Wait, hold on a sec. Sorry, we are we, we, it's okay. we, we lost our <laughs> good thing. We're not making a hardware company because this is there. We go. Now we got it. I'm like, I'm gonna need to, when I come to New York, I'm gonna need to come help y'all set up y'all. <laughs> now we'll move over suddenly because we fixed our thing. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> so you know, Maude, it sort of it sort of happened by accident. It was uh, I started having conversations with this one professor, Matt. And then um, we were just talking about themes related to the original focus was meaningful work. How did people yeah. find uh, work and, and lives that were meaningful? And we, we looped in this uh, priest, Father Dan Grudy, because it just became clear he was thinking about some of the same things, but, but from a different lens. We had sort of the scientific lens and then the lens of spirituality. And uh, we started originally a discussion group. And then both of the professors kept pushing, hey, there's, there's really something here. We have to go deeper. And became a class uh, at Notre Dame, which is still taught. It's called the Heart's Desire and Social Change. And That's in so that, cool. it was such a great class. And, you know, the, the class uh, explored themes related to well-being and spirituality and identity and meaning and purpose. And, and all these themes that, that over the course of that time, I, I just started to realize I was really interested in. But, you know, what changed it for me was I, I uh, after I graduated from college, I moved to South Africa and worked at this... Uh, amazing place called the African Leadership Academy. Mm -hmm. And for the first couple of years I was out there, I really struggled with anxiety. Was and, that, is that a school or what is that? Yeah, it's like this international school in Johannesburg. Oh, very cool. Uh, with students from all over the continent. And it was, uh, yeah, when I moved out there, a lot of change in my life. I struggled with anxiety and I found my way to things like meditation, contemplative prayer, journaling, these sort of well-being practices because they helped me in my own life. And then as I started, you know, working with students at the school, I realized that these sorts of things were, uh, had the potential to help a lot of people. And so at that time, it was over a series of a couple of years, this went from being something that I was sort of interested in to, you probably like, you know, you with, with Dancing Mod, like the thing in the world I most kind of wanted to be involved with. And uh, so when Matt called me up and said, hey, do you want to come back and figure out how to build something in this, in this mm -hmm. space? I took him up on it. I love it. And what I also think is really cool and unique about ritual is that it's not just meditation. You know, it, there's so many different ways where you can find your own peace or joy um, or focus. Because I, especially now during these times, I feel like 
even though we're like at home and we're physically grounded because we can't really fly a lot of places, I feel like nobody is grounded. And everybody mm. kind of feels like there's an earthquake, which is crazy because we've had two earthquakes here that I felt both of, which were really crazy. But it kind of feels like an internal earthquake. But like for mm. somebody like me meditating, I'm not great. Like I think I may might have like ADD because I can't, it's so difficult for me to meditate. And, yeah. but if I have like a practice or something I have to do or something I have to physically do, it, it locks in with me. So for a lot of the wellness apps that are out there, I don't, it doesn't, they don't resonate with me. And which yeah. is why I'm so happy that Dante called Chloe and me, Chloe and I, me and Chloe, Chloe and I, Chloe and me, um, to do a partnership with you guys. So can you tell us how did that come about? And was it received immediately? Like, Dante, when you're like, I have these friends that dance, this could be cool. Because there haven't really been any dancers on a wellness app before. No, no, no. yeah, that's, that's a great question. And Leah Parker, I see your, your, your questions too, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, Leah mm -hmm. comes with all the questions. Oh, so, I don't know. I think Dante's done this before. all our questions. Don't you worry. <laughs> I, think, I think Dante's done this before. I did one, like, what, in, in live interviews. This was my first live, so I'm just You're trying to, like... You're doing so great, Connor. Connor. I'm, just, I'm trying to, like, listen as well as read the comments and then... It's my anyway. second one. Yes, cool. and my mom is on here. She's Isabella hey. Francesca, yes. And then a lot of people watch afterwards, which is really cool. Giselle is here. Hey, Brazil. You know, it's... People watch when they can. Nice. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that question about how did we, you know, we're including more than meditation. I, I thought it was so interesting that you said, like, I'm not so good at meditating because we hear that all the time. We hear people say, oh, I've tried to meditate or I've tried to do like a daily prayer, but I'm just not, you know, I'm not good at it, right? And then it's like the thing you're taking to relax and feel better, actually it's adding this extra, hey, Chloe, it's adding this extra <laughs> weight, Chloe. you know, which is crazy because it's, it's meant to take the weight off, but instead mm. we're putting ourselves in the shame. And... um it was really that was that was the, the for me the the clincher when I met Matt and Connor and started talking to Matt about especially about like his research and realizing like people need the right help at the right time, right? Mm. They don't need just this one size fits all. Like you must now meditate. And meditation is great. I meditate myself, you know. But it's like it's not a one size fit all for every person for every part part of a you know person's life. Sometimes they need joyful movement or they need prayer because that's in their you know that's meeting them where they're at. So, I mean, yeah, that's, that's Yeah, I mean, if you, you think about it, Maude, so this all comes back to, you know, our, our co-founder, Matt, and he, he's studied well-being for a long time. Yeah. And like the first thing that I think we all sort of know intuitively is we all have a range of different well-being needs, right? Mm -hmm. We need, you know, we have needs to center ourselves on a, on a daily basis. We have needs for things that help us with the ups and downs. We have needs related to our identity and our sense of self-efficacy and self-worth. We have needs related to the meaning we experience in our lives. We have needs related to our well-being and our relationships. And there's no, there's no silver bullet. There's no one uh -huh. practice that's going to work for everyone to fix their well-being. Exactly. Yep. And what Matt had studied for a long time is that there's actually a wide range of practices from meditation to contemplative prayer to journaling exercises, identity experience. Can you explain contemplative prayer? Yeah, I absolutely. Honestly, I don't know what that is. I yeah, so, you. you know, c contemplative prayer is, is another type of well-being or spiritual practice. Basically, all of the, you know, uh, great religious traditions of the world, Christianity, Islam, Judaism, have forms of prayer within them that are contemplative or meditative, that involve space for silence that involve many of the same principles as mindfulness meditation but sort of rooted within a spiritual or religious tradition and you know if you look around the world like 84 percent of the global population is religious so what that means is a lot of people are engaging with a well-being practice through that lens rather than maybe just what's on headspace for instance which is like one approach but it's not the approach for everyone and, and so, it's one voice yeah it's and one that, approach and yeah I, it, I can't do, I couldn't, <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I mean, what Rosie is saying there, right? Like, sometimes it's a combination of things. Exactly. You know? And that's, you know, Maude, I was talking earlier about, like, when I was in South Africa and struggling with anxiety, what did I rely upon that sort of helped mm -hmm. me through that? Well, it was a combination. It was meditation. It was spiritual practices. 
like centering prayer. It was journaling exercises. It was getting to know myself better. I needed a lot of these different things. Sometimes I needed to tap into a little joy, right? I love and, it. Well, I wanted to ask you. So yeah. I, I have a lot of friends and family members who deal with anxiety. Mm. I've actually never had anxiety. And so my question is, what do you think for you? Because you're like, I only know you through, also fun fact guys, Connor and I have never met in real life, but I feel like we sure, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think caused that? Was it being away from home? Was it a new experience? Because I think a lot of people are having anxiety and they might not know what's causing it, which might um, be, if they knew what was causing it, it might be helpful for them to help heal it. Because also when you're having anxiety, I feel like that blocks the joy. Oh yeah, totally, it did. And that was, um, you know, one of the reasons that I like wanted to find tools to work through that was it felt like it was blocking a lot of joy, right? It, it kind of can pull you, pull you away from what you're experiencing. Um, you know, it, it's, it's so interesting. Things like anxiety can result from so many things. We all experience anxiety. And, you know, to, to different degrees, people maybe can get can get caught in certain patterns. I just found myself caught in certain patterns or loops of anxiety. And, you know, it was actually, I wasn't even sure what was causing it. And I remember that made me more anxious. It's like, right. I'm anxious <laughs> and I don't know why. And then I'm more anxious. Yep. And, you know, I, I think it's less about diagnosing it, um, mm -hmm. especially right now in this year, like rates of anxiety are, have skyrocketed. So many people are dealing with it. And we know some of the reasons, but you know, it's not about figuring out exactly what's causing it. I think it's more about finding the tools that help you navigate through it. Yep. Awesome. I love that. One of my really good friends, one of my best friends, Ben Williams is on here. I don't know if he's still here. So it's interesting because Ben is a Grammy award winning bass player. He's amazing. Dante and Ben, I'll connect y'all. Um, but he said he just got into meditation seriously this year, which is so interesting because I find his music to feel like meditation, like for me, when I listen, because he's a, a jazz musician primarily, but makes all types of music. But I just thought it was interesting because he's just said he got into it. But for me, his music is meditation, mm -hmm. which I which I think is also interesting because sometimes as a creator, we give, we give, we give, and we don't give to ourselves. And I think that that was really important because I never would have thought, oh, Ben needs to meditate because what he does makes me feel so good. But I think that's important in terms of giving back to yourself, which is why everybody should download the ritual app. Leah said she downloaded it and she already said she feels better. Yeah, so you said couldn't stop smiling. I'd love to hear that, yeah. Yeah, I'd be curious. I what love you, that. Dante, what did you, uh, did you meditate before ritual? Or yeah, you? yeah, I meditated. I, I started meditating when I was young because I was in the martial arts. So I was, but I, <laughs> so I wasn't so much doing mindfulness. I was more doing, I know they do like chi meditations. Dante, can you move a little this way? Yeah, sorry, sorry. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I gotta get you. I gotta come get y'all lighting right. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna hook y'all yeah. up when I come to New York. Thanks. Yep. Right. Tell you, you got. Yep. Yep. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Keep, keep talking. I'll get. I'll. I'll fix the lighting a little bit. You can go um. Yeah. I. I did a little bit of meditation. Um. But I was kind of in the same place. I had kind of seen meditation as one of those things that I wasn't. You know. It was like I need. I. It was like a chore. Mm. You know. And it, obviously it's helpful, but it's like, again, sometimes you need, and, and, and um, I, now actually I'm going to get into a question that Leah asked earlier. Mm. Um, I saw her ask it, uh, why did we do audio versus doing like an interactive type app? That's a good question. Yeah. And, and I'm, we, we thought about a lot of stuff, especially in the early days. But one of the things that we, um, that, that we know is that there's experts who have wisdom to share, right? Like yourself, Mon, like, sometimes you can get a leg up by just listening to help being guided by somebody who knows this subject matter really, really well. So it's like, I can give myself the chore of like, I'm going to get up and move today and like feel drama about it. Okay. But like, what if I just had Maud's help with it every day? You know, <laughs> sometimes it can be that easy. And especially with now, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, our, our sessions kind of bring you to that place without you having to do the heavy lift at all times. And I think that's, I mean, I'm trying to kind of strike at both of those, like why we chose audio and also um, how my meditation journey changed away from treating it as a chore to saying like, this is like something I, I'm going to avail myself of and tap into. I also have to say, like, I enjoy the audio 
I think that sometimes we just need to listen and close yeah. our eyes. I also think that we are too, it's like overstimulation mm. all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's so fast. Like, even as a dancer, I was thinking about music videos. Like, growing up, I, I watched MC Hammer, uh, Janet Jackson, Aaliyah, Michael Jackson, and I could do all the dances that were in the music videos oh. because they sh actually showed the dances. Now it's like cut, 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 cut. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's You true. can't learn anything because everything moves so fast because everybody has like this much attention span. And so on um, Ritual App, when I did Alex L's journaling thing, it was nice to just like be quiet and not look at something and not talk, you know, not have to speak and not have to fully respond in yes. a way. So I think it's really cool. So Leah, I would say, well, you already tried it, but I really think that it's important to quiet ourselves sometimes and to just listen. And I think it's nice to also be able to close your eyes and just focus in on something. So I, I actually yeah. like the audio approach. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, we love, I mean, we, we love audio and, you know, the, um, the audio idea we, we originally got from the meditation apps, right? They had sort of done it first and uh, we found that to be a really helpful model to help people engage in practice. We often, we often say about ritual, uh, ritual is not a meditation app, it's a well-being app. Yep. And I think a couple of the, the examples you just pointed to uh, exemplify that so well. So Alex L, we love Alex, right? Alex just came out with this phenomenal new book, After the Rain. Everyone should I check it out. That. I'm on our email list now. Oh, yeah, you got to send Alex's email list. And Alex, Alex's practice is all about writing as a meditative practice or journaling that helps people discover themselves, that helps people heal, that helps people work through challenges. And that's the sort of practice that is, is not typically accommodated in meditation apps, which were sort of the first wave of this emerging well-being space. But it's, I mean, Alex is a million, nearly a million followers on Instagram, because that's such a powerful practice for so many people. Mm -hmm. And we saw that and thought, that's the kind of experience, well-being experience that we want to bring to people, just like Headspace brought Andy Puttacombe's meditation. And that's, Maude, to go to your question about when, you know, these, you know, what did we think when these tap dancers came up? That's what we thought of you guys, right? It was so clear as we spoke with you that you, uh, you and Chloe knew more about how to move joyfully and how movement can be an instrument of joy than anybody. And, and we, when, we, when we started talking to y'all, especially, we realized, you know, we were just exploring it, like, what would it look like? And we realized talking to you, you guys that it was not just being a quote-unquote dancer or a choreographer, even though you guys are renowned in that, you have a whole philosophy about living joy in the body, you know? And everyone who, obviously, is, I mean, if you follow the, the modcast, you're well aware. <laughs> but this whole, like, whole philosophy about that, that's what we wanted to tap into. That's why we, we you know, we, the, the, we call our partners experts because they are. And they come with a whole lot of wisdom, you know? I mean, I for Chloe and I, we had never, when Dante first hit me up and was like, I have an idea I want to talk to you about, I thought it was to collaborate and dance to like one of your songs or something. <laughs> which, I, which of course, you know, I'm always down for like a collaboration, like for sure. But then, and I, I also had no idea what you had been up to because we haven't seen each other in like, like several no. years. Um, and I thought it was it was so exciting. And Chloe and I had never done anything like this before, too. And so for us, it was really fun because I also think we take for granted what we do every day and how good we feel. And mm. because it's just like who we are every day and that's what it is. And so you take that for granted, of course, until like you're sad or something like bad happens. And you're like, oh, I, I don't like when I'm sad, I literally am like, I don't know what this is. I need to shake this because this is not normal. Like I, <laughs> no. um, like my mom is on here. I've literally been like this since I was a child. Um, but it was so great because a lot of people, right, Chloe and I, who aren't dancers or who are older and they're like, I want to feel as good as you guys look like you feel, but I can't dance or I don't dance, blah, blah, blah. So this was a great meeting place for those people because this is access for everybody. You don't even have to be able to stand up. You know what I mean? My mom says, I'm thrilled to have Chloe Mott involved. Okay, so my mom has oh, been like, meditating <laughs> since forever. She's been doing Reiki since before it was cool. My mom is very like, 
hippie kind of cool lady from France, you know. So she loves, she loved this when I told her, she's like, oh, this is brilliant. This is great. Um, so no, it was really fun. And doing it with Chloe, well, first of all, sitting down with her and doing something is the hardest thing ever because, and we live next door to each other, but it, it's very difficult for us to sit. But when we were doing it, we had so much fun when we were recording and we were just laughing and just having a ball. And so, and you guys were such great guides because, you know, we, we deferred to y'all because we were like, we don't really know how this goes. So we thank you guys. It was really fun for us to create and we hope that millions of people download it and enjoy it and feel the joy. Yeah, tell, That's awesome. tell your friends, everyone who's listening to try it out and, you know, try the, try the Joyful Movement series. So how does the structure work if I'm downloading it? What is, it's free for how many days and then how much is it a month? Sure, so um, you can, anyone can download it on iPhone or Android. It's free to download and it's free to try any of the content. Um, there are some ser some entire series that are entirely free as well, but to get unlimited access, like to finish, to start finishing series, once you kind of realize you basically, you know, you're into it and it's, it's offering value, it's uh, seven ninety nine a month. So, you know, what's Netflix now? It's about the same. So, yeah, think of it like I if you pay whatever you for pay for Netflix, Netflix or yeah. Spotify, yeah. cut that in half, and that's about what you'd pay for. And, and we, if you, just to think about it, it's like, I mean, you, again, you can try it out for free and see if you like it and see if it's promising. And there's, yeah, there's a lot of new content coming all the time. But what we realized is people pay $8 a month or more for entertainment. And all of us, like, we need entertainment to unwind and stuff. But all of us also know that doesn't always hit the spot in terms of getting you to where you want to be in your life, uh, feeling fulfilled, feeling balanced, et cetera. So it's like we're, we feel pretty good that, um, that people deserve a fairly cheap way to – an affordable way to add that balance to their life every month. I feel and like it's really cheap. I mean, not cheap in a bad way. Very cheap, affordable. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I use the word cheap. And I, I, really, I, I know. We shouldn't cheap, use the word cheap because you're getting so much value. Oh, my friend Aaron in Chicago is going to get it. Hey, Aaron. Love you, girl. What's up, hey, Aaron? Christina hey. in Mexico. Hey, Christina. Thank you. Um, I love this. I love, Maude, I love, like, your global mm -hmm. modcast user base. It's great. <laughs> well, that's why it's, like, sometimes, depending on what time I do it, there's, like, a ton of people watching as it goes. And then, because it depends on the time of day. And then... Other times, there's like not that many people because people be asleep. But then, but it's fine because people, I save it to my um, Instagram and it goes on my website and it goes on YouTube. So there's a lot of people, a lot of ways people can watch it again. Um, but what I was going to say is like, you think about $7.99 a month. Um, well, I have several philosophies on friends who have businesses. So, okay. First of all, when your friend has a business, like when Dante first called and told me about it, I immediately downloaded the app and started paying for it. This is before we were even do like officially doing something with you guys. So everybody listening, if you don't know, I am a strong believer in friends don't let friends dream alone and we have to support our friends. Mm. And you will go to a bar and spend $15 on a drink and then question your friend or ask your friend for a discount. Stop doing that. It's terrible. Yeah. It's trash or, behavior. And even You're on your own, just, you might not feel that great after you have that drink. You know, exactly. <laughs> You'll feel great while you're having it, but we we felt like we should we should build something that um that people can feel great after they're doing it and feel exactly. even better in their tenth month of doing it. And it's an investment. My mom said people yeah. pay that for a coffee. It really is about self care, and it's true. And I think that in America we don't um, emphasize investment in self enough. It's mm. like I have I know people, and I'll say women because I'm a woman who will spend. $80 to get fake eyelashes and $100 on fake nails and go buy a waist trainer to pull it in, but won't spend $30 to go on a gym to a gym class. And I think that it's a messed up psyche. And I think that we need to really start investing in our health. Hi, Donald. Donald, how you doing, boo? Um, Donald's one of my close friends. And Donald actually taught me friends don't let friends dream alone, which is why I love that he's here. And he knows that I'm a psychopath about it because he now sells t-shirts. Everybody go buy a Donald <laughs> shirt that says friends don't let friends dream alone. And I literally, he is, because Donald is the friend that shows up for everything and never asks for a free ticket. And I he's an it. artist himself. So it's not like he's just like, I'm balling, I don't need no discount. It's like, no, what are we willing to invest in? And we have to invest in ourselves and our friends. 
And so everybody listening now, I hope that you go download the app. Try it. It's free for seven days. You have nothing to lose. And then it's only eight bucks a month. And literally you will spend, you will waste that money on something else. So you might as well invest it in yourself. Yeah. No, I love it. And also, you know, the other thing I'd add is we're releasing a new series from a new expert pretty much every week. So uh, a lot of this we haven't even told you about, but we've got an awesome series that's launching this week that Matt is doing on Everyday Resilience. Coming up, I love got, that. It's going to be amazing. Like, yeah. We got, we got, uh, we've got best-selling authors coming. We have Olympians coming. There's oh, yeah. all sorts of exciting so, folks sort of coming right up. now. Who, uh, uh, like, like tell the people here because like Steve Kerr, I said his name right, right? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. You did. How okay, else were yeah. you going to say it? I'm curious. You guys, know <laughs> I'm not a basketball sport. I am like not that. I can play basketball more than I know about it. But like for my friends like Donald listening, Donald is a comedian, a stand-up comedian and a writer. Like Donald, you should do the joyful movement with us because, you know, it's for everybody. But also like listening to somebody like Steve Kerr might resonate with you more. So I think I just say that to say there really is something for everybody. I also think that men often say like wellness, they think wellness is for women. Mm -hmm. and, and yeah. it's really for everybody and men need to really tap into the wellness because you can't have a great relationship if you don't treat yourself well or love yourself so yeah. i think it's really important for men to download it oh general warriors lol yeah mm -hmm. warriors yep that is um that's the team oh oakland <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Golden State Warriors. Basically. No, yeah. That's, Golden uh, State. It's upstate. It's upstate. No, no, no. Exactly. Upstate. Yeah, you got it. You got it. California. <laughs> no, and Mon, that's what's been, I mean, one of the things that's so fun about our jobs is we get to work with a incredibly diverse set of amazing people. So we generally work with everyone ranging from spiritual leaders mm -hmm. to best-selling authors, social scientists, and a lot of what we talk about is, is cultural leaders, someone like Steve Kerr, who did a, a small collaboration with us on, on core values, um, or someone like Alex L., who's, who's the best-selling author. And what we love about it, and I think what we particularly loved about working with you and Chloe, is you two totally saw how this was a, a unique offering that you guys could give sort of to the world, and that was different than what you were doing in other places, and that sort of had unique value. And that's what we find with so many of our partners, even if they're writing books, even if they are faculty members at universities, even if they're giving talks, or TED Talks or whatever it may be, something like Ritual is, is a really unique offering for the people that they're trying to help. Exactly, exactly. I think it, I, so one of my friends on here uh, is a doctor. She's a pediatrician at Children's Hospital in DC. And we talk about wellness a lot because she's an amazing doctor because she's not just like prescription, prescription, prescription. It's like, what can we do for one preventative? And I think a lot of that has to do with mental health, mm. which we can do now. I think oftentimes too, for anybody listening, you wait till something bad happens and then you try to fix it. And it's like, just do it now to feel good. Like I would say, like how earlier I said, I'm always run happy. But like, I work at it. I do mm -hmm. things that make me happy, like buy pineapple earrings. This <laughs> brought me joy, you know? This, this, uh, this idea of this non-alcoholic thing uh, is bringing me joy now. Bringing See, thank you. I love it. So it's like, and I think it's about celebrating those small wins, but I don't wait to not feel happy to not work on my happiness. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of people do is they wait for something bad to happen, which I think sometimes we like might not, we might need that awakening. But I also think that, you know, Felicia Rashad once told me, um, she's one of the wisest people I've ever met. If you if you're watching and you're young, you know that don't know who that is. That's the mom from the Cosby Show. I remember I was like heartbroken many moons ago. And I was like, and nobody likes me. And I was, you know, having this drama in my early 20s. And she said to me, she said, well, Maude, you were living fully and he wasn't. So who's really the loser in this situation? And I said, oh. and I think that's so true. And I think that a lot of people coast through life 
and yeah. aren't like really living fully, whether it be like the sad moments or the happy moments. Um, I believe in living life with an exclamation point. But I think for any of us who are feeling like, I feel okay, you should feel great. Everybody should feel awesome. Everybody should feel great. And if you're not feeling great or awesome, then I think that working on your wellness is a great place to start. Yeah, that's well said. I love it. I like that. You know, because I, I think people just wait for the, you know, for the funeral or you wait for the heart attack to start eating healthier. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Do it before, and yeah. then you won't have that heart attack. Um, so I have a question for you guys. What do you both do um, in your joyless moments? So when you're feeling not so joyful or sad or overwhelmed, Ooh. what are some techniques that you do to flip your mood? That's a good question. You want to start? I was going to say, in a startup, we never feel feel overwhelmed. Like, not, uh, we, don't, <laughs> yeah. we, don't, we don't feel that that's, daily. That's the funny thing. We, we were talking about this earlier, I guess, right? Like um, the uh, the feeling of being kind of – you're, you're doing – you're creating wellness for other people. You're creating, like, something for other people, but it can take a lot out of you sometimes. So it's definitely, yeah, I mean, that feeling of – Yeah. Like, I know. mean, that's something I think you and Chloe yeah. know, right? Like, you guys create so much joy for so many other people, but <laughs> – I've seen you guys, Maude, like, you guys are busy. It's, it's you know, a lot going on. And so, um, yeah, so in the joyless moments, what do we do? Um, you know, especially, I've only been out here in New York a couple months, live in, live in Brooklyn, love it. And I will typically just go for a walk. I live, like, four blocks from Prospect Park. And there's nice. these sort of amazing sort of wooded areas. And I'll, I'll try to, like, leave my phone behind and just sort of reconnect and spend a little time in nature away from it all and that i think uh you know it, it tends to bring me back to a place of gratitude and then the gratitude leads to joy i love that i love also somebody named karen to hill is that your oh that's mom, my mom sister? hey mom <laughs> Hello, hey mom how you doing mr will we got all the moms here. Yeah. I know. Is your mom here, Dante? No, I, sh I should have um, sent her the link. But she I think she's at a meeting now. Oh, okay. But yeah, you know my mom. Yes, I do. My neighbor. What, what about Dante, the joyless moments? The joyless moments. Yeah. Um, Move over, to Dante, a little that's bit. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, for me, I think working out is helpful. Mm. Um, working out or like anything, especially like biking so I can go fast or like even just like going on a moped or a motorcycle, just going fast is good. And um, music, that, that that was the first big outlet. That I think I, that was the first, when I started making music, that was the first time I started feeling like not feeling bad about feeling bad, you know? Just oh, being, I love that. Just being like, okay, so I'm down today. You know, it, it's okay. It's part, it's part of the journey as opposed to thinking that I needed to always be on this upward trajectory and never feeling like, never allowing myself to just be what I am, you know, mm. which is human. And when you are feeling down and you're making music, do you make that, you make what you feel in that moment? Most of the time, yeah, most of the time. Or I'll, it'll be pensive or something, but um, but it'll be, if anything, um, oh, nice, Stephen Kelly, no, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> is that yeah. more family, Connor? Yeah, that's more, yeah. Hey, family. I love your Connor. He's fab. <laughs> <laughs> Maud, my sister just moved to DC. You got to give her. Actually, my sister and my brother. That's a oh, funny. Oh, connect yeah. us on the text. I'll tell them everywhere to go eat. Exactly. <laughs> so I, I think uh, if anything, it's it's less about like getting rid of the sadness in mm -hmm. downtimes and more just being in it. And I think that's what I also like about some of the, the sessions we have on Ritual. It's like places that kind of allow you to feel um, what you're going through, or or the the expert is just relating what they've gone through. And so it doesn't feel so much like we're trying to get through it. We're trying to get over it. We're trying to like cast it away too rapidly. You can't always put a strict timer on it. You know, you kind of just have to go through the, through the valley a little bit. You got to go through it to get to oh, it. Oh, I like that. Things. I like From every breakdown, <laughs> every breakdown there's a breakthrough. Okay. Okay. Mar, we got to get this. When when are you getting like a network talk show? That's what. Yeah, we really yeah, that's need. what we really, we really need. A I need show. like I need like the modcast at night. Yeah. Between like Colbert, I love you guys. You know, Trevor Noah, and then the modcast. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you, one of my dreams since forever is to have my own talk show. Um, but 
I will only allow guests who give back. So it doesn't matter who you are. You could be Michael Jordan. And if you have not given back substantially within the last few months, you're not allowed to be on my show. So it's about joy, giving back. And so I would want to have celebrities who give back and then always somebody in the community who's a community leader who's giving back. Because I don't think that we magnify giving back enough. And then celebrities become bashful about donating money and they'll donate secretly, but then they'll take a picture on a private jet in like a $20,000 outfit. And I want to switch, I want to flip that psyche. So that is my dream. I love it. I like it. I love it. Well, Maude, as we learned tonight, friends back friends' dreams. Yes, so, we do. Any, you know, if, if we can help, I, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know any of the network executives, unfortunately, but. Uh, you yeah. guys are helping already by being amazing guests on my podcast. So you're already doing it because this is my 13th week. And so everybody who's been a part of the podcast is a part of whatever happens with it. And you know, I've had the idea of the Moncast for like a few years. And honestly, I was like a little scared. And I am not a, a, a scary person. Um, but I kind of felt like, well, nobody cares. Or like a lot of people already have things they talk, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And the pandemic brought the best time because people were home. And I also think that people really needed the joy. So yeah. here we are. And I'm very, it makes me so happy. Like, when I first started it, I just told myself, like, we'll see what happens. And sometimes if, if there's one person watching, I hope that it brings them joy. And if nothing else, it brings me joy. So I always feel good after these. And, you know, no, I love it. And selfishly good. <laughs> like, Maude, I'll say, I, I've tuned into a bunch. And usually, you know, it's there's some different things going on. Sometimes I'll be there for the whole time. Sometimes I'll just check in for five minutes. But I it, always like, it see always you brings... and I appreciate it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. And it, it always brings a smile. And I think, like, we've been seeing people come and go, but they, they get a little taste of, you know, get a little taste of mod and uh, brings a lot of joy. Thank you. And one of my favorite things, too, is um, talking to my friends and promoting their businesses. Like, Ben, who's on here, is one of my closest friends. He's always like, mod is my actually my publicist slash best friend. <laughs> because I always, because I also... I admire my friends and I'm so inspired. Like you guys created an app that is so hard. Like I saw the back end of an app a month ago, my friend showed me and I was like, oh, hell no. I was like, this thing, <laughs> look, I was like, this is hard as hell. I was like, this is beyond. And he was like, yeah, that's just to get the thing so you can do like that. And he's like, and we take it for granted because we do like this, but it's like hours and hours of that. Um, so I admire my friends. I'm inspired by my friends. And I want the world to know about my friends. So it, it makes me happy to do that, too. My mom wants to know, how long are the ritual segments? And what are... Mom, you missed that. We Ooh, said a few offerings. But we'll say it again. <sighs> no, <laughs> I, the, love I love it. I love it. You know. Um, so range. Oh, you, you know, you answer. You're the expert. It's, you built it. <laughs> oh, you know. So every, every ritual session is about 10 minutes. Uh, and our co-founder, Matt, always talks about the importance of small steps. Small steps can add up over time to big changes in your well-being. And so what we ask everyone to do is just like maybe you take 20 minutes out, you know, to watch an episode of The Office on Netflix at the end of the night. I did that last night. Um, take 10 minutes out of your day to look after your well-being. And what we try to do on Ritual that I think is really unique is we don't focus everything on one type of practice. We create a lot of different types of practices and help people find what works for them. So some of the offerings uh, include everything from mindfulness meditation with, with Leah Weiss, who's a Stanford professor on that topic, to a lot of great series around contemplative prayer from people like Barbara Brown Taylor, Greg Boyle, Omid Safi, all really well-known experts, uh, journaling with Alex L, and most recently, Joyful Movement with Chloe and Maude. So all sorts of different ways that uh, people can, can look after their well-being. And I will say... Maude, you guys brought like a, an energy and like a different type. It's got a different vibe than anything we've done to date. Yep. It's pretty exciting. Yep. Well, thank you, because it was different for Chloe and I, too. So we love, you know, and we really believe in it. And we really want people to feel joyful. Like, I always think about it. If people were joyful, the world would overall be so much better. Because it's almost like when you feel good about yourself, you treat everything around you better. 
you don't litter you don't like when you feel good about yourself you would not throw something on the ground because you'd be like how could i disrespect the ground like that no i'm putting it in the trash you're gonna be nicer to people you're not gonna try to start a war you're not gonna try to murder somebody you're not trying to you know rob somebody if you feel joy um and i i, I feel like I remember the first time I went to Brazil, I was 17, and I, I emailed my mom from an internet cafe because we could only email. I got a scholarship to go in high school. And because there was no phones and stuff like that. And I was like, Mom, I've never felt so at home. People here are so joyful. And I was like, I feel like these people are like me. They say hi to you. They smile at you. They invite you to their homes to eat. Like, I was like, this is where I belong. And I've been 21 times since. Like, and so I think it's important that we magnify the importance of joy um so yeah i have some fire i have fire around questions for you guys so Ooh, that's it. You, have to come, right. you guys are gonna do like this like right. passing wait, wait till we both answer or how does it how does it work yeah. so i ask a question it's fast yeah. you can't like think about it too much it's like first thing that comes to mind so whoever answers first and the other person can go okay Got it. okay all right person that brings you the most joy Either of us answer? Huh? Uh, my my sister. Love it. I was gonna say sincerely, Maude. Like I'm not, <laughs> not I'm oh like serious. God. No, I'm totally serious. I every time I have a conversation with you, I get off like laughing. Thank you. Don't make me cry. I cried on a podcast two weeks ago, and it was like an ugly cry. <laughs> this would be like a happy cry. I did cry two weeks ago on the podcast when I was interviewing my friend who was the doctor because we were talking about the level of abuse that children how how it's grown during the pandemic and i like could i was crying uncontrollably thinking about children who are in abuse abuse situations and i don't want to cry again on the podcast but thank you that made my heart smile you kind of um city that brings you the most joy Oof. brooklyn also. okay no that's not true not for me it's not not joy that i feel here um i'd say san francisco uh cape town uh, i want to go food that brings you the most joy all right since i know my mom was uh <laughs> watching uh my mom makes a oreo ice cream cake on everyone's mm. birthday that is yeah mm. Mm, i like that that sounds yeah that sounds right just about right uh pizza for me to be honest i love it musical artist that brings you the most joy Stevie Wonder. Brings that's a much. classic, though. I mean, that's, you know, it's a joyful, joyful dude. Yeah. Oh. Um, Bill Withers. Oh, yeah. Y'all are... I just... I have to say, <laughs> I, these are... These are excellent. What do you think we were going to say? Like, Drake? No. <laughs> no. I. You know, Connor, I have to keep it 100. You surprised me with the Bill Withers. I didn't know. I don't, yeah, usually, I don't usually think of him as like a joyful. Well, it's yeah, especially like the song "Lovely Day." Yeah, because he oh, you know he passed Day away during my jam. Yeah, and you know, he, and that yeah, and lean on me, especially during this year, those have been like go-to jams. Yep, yep. There's a certain which I'm I'm gonna interrupt the with the the, the wire around. There's oh, okay. a certain kind of um like it's not whimsical joy that Bill Withers has, right? It's like that deep, 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 you know. And I think that's like for so this year, cool. that's I think something that I've always like. I mean, back to I guess we're gonna keep bringing it back to ritual because we're addicted to it. Um, of course. But just um, like sometimes you need more than just kind of a whimsical or surface thing, and I think that's what we love about having the ritual experts, where people are bringing this like deeper level to it. I just I just want to point out I'm being called out right now by someone who who appears to be a. A defensive lineman for the for the Washington football team. He's a, a footballer. He's telling me you don't listen to Bill. Yeah. Uh, that is false. And <laughs> no, is that this is, your brother? That I is, that is this is your brother. What's yeah. his name on here? I don't see him. His name is C. Two Hill. Oh, I didn't see. It. I missed that comment. <laughs> With the two. He couldn't. He couldn't big? spell the two, so he put the number in. Uh, <laughs> oh, family. <laughs> What's up? What's up, man? What's up, Casey? Hi, brother. Congratulations. This is the brother who's on football in the NFL. Yep. Yes, that one. Yeah. Congratulations, brother. That is no small feat. So more power to you. <laughs> okay, I let's keep going with the fire round. 
Oh, well, I, well that was the end of well, it. But I wanted to ask you guys. On. No, I just, <laughs> I mean, because y'all were very, 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 very fun. Usually, well, I used to play a song that made me think of the person. The, or you guys also are the first time I'm having two people on the modcast at the same time. Hey. Um, I usually play a song, but I can't do it anymore because Instagram is pressed now and like shut the live down. But I, I could I like I like easily thought of a song for Dante, but I was struggling with you, Connor, because I was like, Ooh. we've never talked about music. Yeah. With Dante, I immediately had an idea. And All then because right. even though I can't do it, I still like to practice that thought. And I like to also ask people, like, what song do you think of when you think of me? Because I think that that indicates a lot of levels of how somebody thinks about you. Because if mm. they're like, oh, I think about, like, whack, um, that's terrible. But if they think about, like, a Stevie Wonder song, <laughs> that's fabulous. Um, so, so, Connor, now I know. Soul so now I need, a, I need, like, a theme song, you're saying? I, no, I just have to talk to you about music because, no, I picked the theme song. So oh. for Dante, that what I would have played, but I can't because, like I said, they be pressed, um, and Instagram will cut you off. Was gonna be Marvin Gaye. Yep, ah, that's my favorite. That's probably my favorite musician. I wouldn't say he brings me more oh. pure joy. Stevie brings me right. more joy. You know. And I and when I pick the people's songs, it's not about joy necessarily. It's like when I think of you, I think of this that's thing, and that's funny. I didn't know that. But for Connor, so, I was really struggling. I got so one now too I know. So. We have to have a conversation about music offline, so then I know where you're. Yeah, we let let's do that. If in the meantime, if you check out, there's a South African song named Kona, K H O N A, and if you say it in a certain way, I see as my old roommate from South Africa responds right now. If you say it in a certain way, it sounds like my name, and so every time we were living in South Africa. When we would have parties that would come on, I would like go to the center of the dance floor. So that is my that's, that's my song. That's, that's so if you're looking for that, check out Kona P H O N A. I like it. I, like I it. love it. I like <laughs> your songs and I feel like you're talking to me. But unfortunately it's mostly in songs that are terrible songs. Like Lil Wayne songs. Like oh. I like a long hair, thick red bone. But then I'd be like, Oh, he's talking to me. But I'm like, Oh, this is ghetto. <laughs> no. So it's not like it's not uplifting. It's good for like the club. Um, okay, before Instagram cuts us off, because we're almost at an hour, I just have to tell you guys, thank you so much for taking oh. your time. I know y'all are busy changing the world and making the world better and giving well-being. And everybody, download the Ritual app. It is in the link in my bio. Very yes. easy. Click the link in my bio and get your wellness on, okay? Yes, yes. And check out Joyful Movement. Um, yes, Joyful Movement. It's fun. Amazing. You don't have to be a dancer. You can be old. You can be young. I don't like to call older people older. I like to call them more marinated. You can be more marinated. You can be less <laughs> marinated. Um, it's for everybody, men, women, children, yep. boys, girls, Absolutely. however you identify. It is for you, and you will have fun, because Chloe and I have fun doing it, so I know that it'll be fun for you guys. Um, any last advice or well-being some, or something you want to share oh dante released a song today oh dante yeah that's did. right yeah released a song. so that's everybody right. go support dante's music where can they Thank find you. your music dante um tezo duran but first you, you should check out that? ritual first you should check out ritual and then go to dante's instagram or uh, no it's probably i'd say t-e-z-o um d-u-r-a-n okay yeah t-e-z-o D-U-R-A-N. Yep, like Duran Duran, like that. Oh, okay. And I got to tell you, Maude, my final message. So we have this great team member, Maya. Yes. Who yes. Runs, runs our content collaborations, who Maude knows well. And I have, to, I have to run right now to have a call with Maya, because check this out, Maude. Maya is from Australia, and she's, yes. back, she's, she's back to see her family. And she has to quarantine for two weeks in a small hotel room that does not have any natural air, no windows that open. Oh, no, that's two weeks. horrible. So she is uh, relying upon joyful movement, and yep. you know people, people <laughs> like Maude Arnold, the uh, you know keep a keep a smile on her face. That's my girl. I love her. Yeah, we'll tell her. We'll tell her. Yes. No, but thank you guys so much. 
Thank you, everybody, for watching. Yeah, this just want to say thanks to everybody watching. Them. Really yeah, appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you for commenting. That's mm -hmm. Dante. That's Connor. Everybody, download the Ritual app. Support your friends. Support young men making positive changes in the world. We need to amplify these types of voices. And everybody, have a modified week. And don't forget, try to find joy in your joyless moments. Bye. See you, bye. bye.